0: And welcome to today's podcast. We are at episode number 35 and we are so close to Christmas Day. Um, hope all is good. Um, it is absolutely fucking freezing um, recently. The temperatures certainly dropped and we are definitely coming into this, uh, this winter period. Um, 35 episodes in, the goal is 52, one a week for a year, nearly there. And that's consistency, no matter what day um, I prep the the podcast, um, but it's a matter of just getting it done, and I hope you can try and use that method of consistency in a lot of areas of your life. Um, Sometimes it can be a ball ache, or it can be difficult to do, but it pays off. Um, We are close to uh, the 2,000 download mark, Um, we're not a million miles off. Uh, and I'm actually quite proud of how far this podcast has gone. Um, and, it's, uh, and I want you guys to, to be able to use the the kind of concept of consistency that I've been using with this podcast and try and use that in every every part of your life. Um, today, i kind of a little bit talking about that actually, uh, but I want to talk to you more about your attitudes or our, our attitudes towards the festive uh, slash holiday uh, season. Now, we are coming up to this time of year. Well, everyone's got a little bit of that "fuck it" attitude, and the aim of today's show is to plant a little bit of a seed on the decisions that you're going to have to make. That obviously will be coming up. We're, we are like two or three weeks away, whatever it might be. That we've been looking forward to this time for so long. Okay, just uh, as a disclaimer, Corona is not going to go away just because it's Christmas Day, regardless of what Boris says in his bubbles. Um, it will well. It will go well into twenty twenty one. I hope you've established that by now, but. Anyway, Christmas is a time for family and friends. It's a time for board games, Baileys, you know, little arguments on the Monopoly board and napping whilst eating pigs and blankets. You know, it's it's that time where we're just in a kind of different state, um, but we are taught overindulgence and that's how we should spend Christmas. And uh, I'm not sure if it's something that I completely entirely agree with. Now, listen, I'm, I'm certainly not going to put a downer or be a screwed and tell you not to have fun. Um, I'm just planting a seed with you to start thinking about the decisions that you're going to make um, over that time. And I do want everyone to have fun, you know. Um, but equally, and I you, there's a lot of people that have heard me say this in the past, um, don't worry what you do between Christmas and New Year. Worry more about what you do between New Year and Christmas. And I hope that resonates with you. Um, everything in moder- moderation, regardless of the time of year, but we 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 get so fixated on between Christmas and New Year, like fucking, we honestly need to relax. What, why is it that when we get to Christmas, like we have an intake of alcohol before, like a, a, a lot of intake of alcohol before midday. We, we've eaten a whole box of celebrations. We've napped three times already. Um, you know, you're full before you even sit down for lunch. And like, there's there's some people that treat their fucking body like it's Christmas every day. So, at what point does it stop? You can do that on any day that you want, like you know, twelfth of March, night, like random dates, nineteenth of July, whenever you want. They're random dates. Like you, you, uh, you. I mean, you wouldn't do it. Not that you could do it. You wouldn't do that for most on a day like today, for example. You haven't done that. So why is it that we treat this one day of the year like the message? I just think over the years the message from different. You know, the economy and sales and businesses is like, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. And fucking Sainsbury's and Iceland and Waitrose all put all these massive turkeys and overindulge. Like, that's what we're shown. It's, just, it's a lot of it. It is very subliminal. Subliminal. Um, so th- there's one... Th- this, is p- this thing, th- there's this thing, right, that pisses me off the most about people becoming so fixated on, 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 on that shit you know, and the lifestyle that they've eaten over Christmas and New Year as if like the rest of the year was irrelevant. Like what? Your New Year's resolution isn't even worth the paper it's written on. So stop kidding yourself. Don't even dare write it down. Okay. Because I think the average age of listeners to this is like 33. Okay? And reality is, is you've probably been doing this, I don't know, maybe early 20s, writing down new year's resolutions and you haven't fucking succeeded in the majority of them so stop writing new year's resolutions because clearly you need to try something different anyway after that we look for a quick fix and after we've eaten a year's worth of food in 5 days we then look to lo- to find out how we can lose all that weight in the next 30 seconds and it ain't going to be Watching fucking Joe Wicks and Starman start uh, in a Superman outfit, or any of these dickheads on social media doing their stupid, uh, you know, clap your hands ten times to lose, weight, lose weights on your arms. I, I, the Times or the Guardian, or I can't remember who it was, Women's Health magazine possibly put out some absolute shit information the other day with regards to how women should tone, and this is exactly and toning doesn't exist. Don't even get me started. We've already done a podcast on this. Um, of of how they're supposed to train. And it is utter bollocks. Now, not only does this put us in a bit of a mental state, but I don't think people realize how much of an impact uh, it has towards your state of mind. Like, and I'm not talking even mental health, I'm talking about the influence it has on the decisions and attitudes towards everything that you do. I'll tell you a a true story. I, well, this is a few years ago. uh, and I'm talking from experience. This isn't actually, this is not opinion. Uh, I am deep down an actual secret eater. <laughs> I've, uh, I used to be really bad. Um, quite a few years ago on Christmas day, um, I had 11 Yorkshire puddings. Yes. 11 Yorkshire puddings in one sitting, one serving, uh, at home on Christmas day. And then that very same day, a few hours later, I went to visit family. And I had another 11 Yorkshire puddings. I like Yorkshire puddings, or used to like them that, that much. Now they haunt me, I'm not joking. Um, but I made shit decisions every day for a while. And in that period, it was so hard to come out of. Not only was it just a strain mentally, I was heavier. I was a lot heavier. I could literally roll. I could literally put my bed on the table and sit there have a conversation. Did I feel guilty? Absolutely fucking not. No chance. But I knew I had to do work coming out of it. And it wasn't a New Year's resolution. And I, and I knew I had to work... Like, I've got a work ethic. I know that. That's established. I know I had to make changes. Otherwise, it would have even been more detrimental to my state of mind and body composition. And if you don't have the mental strength to step away from it or to... I mean, yes, absolutely. There are certain people that can, you know, binge or do those things. And that's fine. Because they've developed the coping mechanisms and the strategies they've put in place to come out of that. But a lot of us are going into this without those strategies and without their mechanisms to deal with it. So if you don't have the mental strength to step away from it, or, or the mechanisms, or the strategies, um, you can outdo some habits that maybe have taken you quite a few months to create. Like, and notice I haven't said years because it's very unlikely. And I, and I use myself an example because I had been doing it for so long that it, you know, that it was going to break that habit. Let's say for me because it was easy for me. I mean, it wasn't easy. But it was a lot easier for me to be able just to put that to one side and focus onto, you know, everyday things. Um, And you are going to see an absolute wave of shit on social media over, well, probably starting, I would imagine, probably next week, all the way up until the end of Jan and going into a little bit of February, actually, um, about what to do, how to lose weight, how to do this, join this, free this. Like, no, fuck that. Genuinely, if you see an advert or a person on Instagram or Facebook that tell you about a quick fix or tell you this and promise you that, unfollow it, report it, whatever you want to do. Just, I mean, don't necessarily report it. It's not, it's not that, well, I guess it is spam. It should be taken off the internet completely, but they probably won't do that. Um, just unfollow it. There's, it's very simple. Press that fucking button that says unfollow. You're an adult. If you still haven't managed to separate shit from the real stuff then I would say that you definitely haven't learnt your lessons yet we live in a world with, with all this information that is miscommunicated and a lot of lies are led like you know a lot of businesses are just in it for sales they just want to make your money they don't care about you it's just I want your money don't care what happens after okay and it's very detrimental and this is why there's always problems within the fitness industry and it's not even just the fitness industry there's a lot of other industries but I'll talk about mine Um, so Get rid of it. Just absolutely get rid of them. And if you haven't done so already, do it now. After, even whilst you're listening to me, you can you can definitely use your Spotify and podcasts um, whilst using or or Instagram whilst you're use whilst you're listening to me. You can do it now. Please think about not like don't also you know. It comes the time of year that you you, you you know you're like oh that person's done this put on weight or lost weight da, da, da. please don't be negative towards someone who's who has believed in themselves and worked so hard throughout the year and wants you know some sensible downtime and let's you know um i mean you could even call it like letting their hair down but just you know it's things they've they've worked hard on themselves they believe themselves all year round and they just want a different couple of days and that's fine like don't be negative towards them like i know fully grown adults who still believe they're going to complete their new year's resolution so think about that. And that's quite funny, actually, if you think about it. Everything in moderation, and we should know this by now. It, it it blows my mind still, right? At the age of 30, it blows my mind that a fully grown adult can buy themselves an advert an advert um advert advent calendar and wake up every single morning, open that window and eat that chocolate bar every day for 30 days. But you ask them to drink two and a half litres of water every day and they fall off their chair like what the fuck oh i'm gonna piss myself oh i'll go toilet all the time but you can open that fucking little window every day 30 days for that fucking bit of chocolate but you can't discipline yourself to have fucking two and a half liters of water every day see where the problem is some home truths a little bit you know fucking fix up right (laughs) enough of me rank had to get it off my chest but let's look at some of the things that you can do to make it easier, to have fun and make better choices. Now, just because it's Christmas doesn't mean that you have to wake up. I mean, if you don't have kids, you might find yourself that you've got a lion. If you do, you're probably up at cr- the crack of dawn. But, but, but you still want to kind of keep things as as, as, as the same as much of the same as possible. Wake up, start the day with breakfast, whether it's Christmas or not, have a nutritious breakfast, start the day right. If you can start the day right, it's very likely that you're going to be putting yourself in a much better position than had you, you know wake up at 10 o'clock and you've opened that fucking last day of the calendar and you've gone, oh, big chocolate bar in there, woo, and started the day that way. Breakfast, a very nutritious meal. Get it in. Start the day right. Second thing you can do is try to avoid the snacks of chocolate in between meals. Like I know it's quite common... To have like a box of celebrations and little snacks that are just left out, um, and this is the killer for a lot of people. Um, I'm not one to go by calories, absolutely not. But a lot of people do imagine, uh, a lot of people do 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 this, and, and essentially imagine eating um, an extra like 1,000 calories, you know, over that period, um, over that three, four, five day period, six to however long you're off or whatever, you know, every day, just just through chocolate alone. There's obviously gonna be a weight gain at the end of the at the end of the week, and you're gonna feel like shit. In that moment that you're having it, it's gonna feel fantastic. 40 chocolate bars later, those little celebrations, you're going, fucking hell, I can't do this anymore. But you're still you're still throwing them in your mouth. Just remove it. Don't put them out. Be sensible. Like have some control. Um th- this I think will apply to a lot of people actually. Um and this will help a lot of people too. And this is having an alcohol period. Now some of us like a drink more than others, um, and that's absolutely fine, but maybe give yourself um a window to manage the amount of drink you have. And what, what I mean by that is don't do 24 hours worth of drinking in six hours, um, because that defeats the whole object. But maybe there's a window that you know you're not gonna start have a drink till later on in the afternoon, or you have a drink with your meal or whatnot. Um, but you, you don't need to binge drink. You want to have fun. And there's a vicious cycle here. Firstly, a lot of us are at home at the moment, obviously working from home, and you're probably finding yourself that you're drinking midweek. Like you're having a glass of Pinot Grigio or whatever the fuck it's called and a glass of Merlot on a Monday night. Uh, it's like nine o'clock and you're watching some series on Netflix. Like, you know, these things start to add up and then you wake up, you know, and you're not feeling great, you know, etc. But an overindulgence, you know, secondly, having hangovers, don't do you know they don't set you up for the next day um and it becomes a downward spiral until you you know you stop feel you start you stop and you start you stop feeling sorry for yourself and you're like oh, i need to go do something about it and then you, you know you've got less energy to go to the gym and blah 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 it's a little bit counterintuitive because you know if you don't go you feel like shit um and you're tired and fatigued and um everything else and maybe about how you feel about yourself but then if you do go you're also tired and fatigued because of the energy exertion so but you feel a lot, you do feel a lot, you do feel a lot better in the long run. Um, so definitely choose that option. Um, now, I, I think this is the biggest one alongside the alcohol: is trying to stay consistent with your sleep patterns. Um, late nights are an absolute killer for your recovery, and you know, going to bed late means that you're eating later, you're snacking later means potentially that you're getting up later. And if you're not getting up earlier, you're gonna be sleep, debri- sleep deprived and that will just increase a lot of the negative things that will happen internally that you don't wanna happen um, where your body's trying to catch up and stay up to date to keep you you know, uh, as what we deem normal as possible. Now, you you could even go to the extreme of saying, put your food on a smaller plate so that psychologically you've eaten a lot more than you would normally, like it's full. But in your head, you're like, it's the same amount of food. And you haven't got to have 22 Yorkshire puddings like I did many years ago. You don't have to do that. No one's asked you to do that. Um, Christmas dinners are tasty. They can be, um, you know, if you want to use the word healthy. Um, if you're going to eat fucking 20 kilos of potatoes in one portion then or one sitting, then obviously it's not going to do you well. But if you actually think of the concept of meat, vegetables then in reality, it is isn't that it isn't that bad. It just, I guess it just depends on how much of it you're eating, what you're putting on top of it, and how many portions of it that you're having. If you're then going to have half a kilo of hovis bread later with sandwiches and mayonnaise, then you know, you've got to ask yourself these questions. Well, why am I putting on weight? Or why do I feel like shit? Well, if you haven't realised by now, then fuck me. I, I don't know what to tell you. Think about it. Have fun, but make decisions that are based upon how you want to feel or what you want to achieve over the next couple of months. Now, as I said, I don't want to sit here and be a Scrooge and tell you and don't do this and don't do that. But think about the decisions you have. Have fun. If you're prepared to do this, absolutely fine. Just know that one, there isn't a New Year's resolution. Know that you've got a good at least six to nine months work ahead of you in order for you to make a realistic change for the following cycle, let's say year, as an example, okay? If you're going to do all this shit in the five days, and I'm, I'm an absolute advocate for don't worry necessarily what you do between Christmas and New Year, to those people who have the ability to control themselves, if you do have 15 chocolate bars in that time, to those people, it's okay. But if you're still making mistakes now and you're still not got everything in check, you're setting yourself up for disaster and that's who this applies to. Worry about what you do between uh, December 31st and Christmas Day the following year because that will give you a better representation of, this de- of the decisions that you've been making throughout that year. So if you decide that you want to make a real change and you're going to take the following year to do that, Around this time next year, you should be in a very, very good position that when you come to Christmas time this year, if you want to have an extra bit of this and an extra bit of that, it's fine because it is incorporated into your kind of strategy. You are 12 months into a lifestyle change um, and you absolutely have full control. But the reality is most of us do not have control fucking today, let alone Christmas day. And that is exactly why You need to make sensible choices. Have fun, just be fucking sensible.